2: Watch we burn down everything BDE on the TV set When I'm in control on the road You can definitely really know what's up next
3: Hello Hello, hello, hello Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman For Up Next, Bd Elite Reviews from The Six and PostWrestling.com uh, Yes, we are your usual NXT friends Your Dynamates Whatever you want to call us But, uh, man, we've been covering some wrestling We've been stuck inside during a pandemic and we're in toronto we don't have a lot of live wrestling when everyone's supposed to stay home but finally things are opening up we got forbidden doors opening up but we got live wrestling coming back to this city of toronto the six needs it
2: the six needs the, the lucha it feels so good it feels so good to get the lucha going uh yeah we we went to an event a couple of weeks ago demand lucha yes. it was our first Indie show in the city in what three years? Quite some time, uh, quite a long time, and it was awesome. Like got to hang out with wrestling fans again, got to see some uh, some live talent, and uh, we got to see a guy that we kind of got to know from watching during the pandemic, watching uh, all these GCW shows, Gringo Loco, and we were uh, fortunate enough to have a chat. Blessed, blessed, to blessed talk to, to, the to the base god, the base god after. <laughs> We even got our little uh, Gringo Loco doll, which is uh, front and center next to the AEW World Heavyweight Championship forever for eternity now. And we have him right here on the show with us. Uh, Gringo Loco, how are you doing?
4: Hey, guys, I'm doing great, man. Thank you uh, so much for having me. It's a pleasure.
3: Well, thank you, good sir. Yeah, uh, we've been we've been having a fun time during the pandemic, kind of keeping up with pro wrestling. It was the one thing that kept going, of course, like WWE and everything. But I found something quite interesting in the past few years with Fight TV letting all these independent wrestling promotions kind of shine and and show things on online and finally like figure out the the kind of. Where the world is like YouTube can can help in so many different art forms and just everything. And I thought I thought that GCW and fight the relationship there definitely brought attention to to people that wouldn't know these kinds of wrestling shows or wrestlers. And because of that, we we watched a, a lot of you, Gringo Loco, and we watched a ton of you during the pandemic. And we thought you were you were pretty awesome. And I know, yeah, you're coming up to Toronto this upcoming Thursday for Demand Lucha. Uh, we we you won a title the last time as well in the main event.
4: Yeah, I mean, I I came in had to make an impact, and what better way to do that than take the belt off the guy that had it for twelve hundred days? Uh, I think I did it correctly. So um, I I wanted to thank you guys for the very kind words as well. I mean, I just I, I go out there and I give it my all every single time. So I'm glad you guys noticed and the. Uh, we Positive saw way. you
2: you did a suplex on like a line of steel chairs on concrete <laughs> at the last show. So, yeah, you absolutely <laughs> yeah, you do, you go out <laughs> there. You're all <laughs> 100% you do.
3: Yeah, but the GCW stuff is just awesome. I mean, like you you guys tore it up at that Hammerstein show and and then you've had uh, man, every time you and that guy ASF get in the ring, I'm watching that and I ha- like I always have to check it out. But but what's that been like for you? Like has has that the 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 technical thing, the aspect, the internet, allowing people all over the place to finally kind of get to see you shine.
4: Yeah, I think it's uh, it's opening a lot of doors. I think uh, you know the internet as a whole is is magical. Um, I am getting you know gifts sent to me. I don't know how they get my address, but from people from uh, Germany, from England, they're getting into my mailbox and sending me gifts and just. You know, really nicely written letters about how much they enjoy my work, and um, it's, it's it's overwhelming at times, man. That you know, all of this is for me after so many years of trying and struggling and, and just you know hoping to make it one day. It's it's all coming to fruition, you know, with the last couple of years with GCW and the platform that they have, and then the guys that they're letting me um, enjoy a ring with. It's it's all really just stars aligning incredibly right at the right time. So. I couldn't be more grateful for what's, what's happening right now.
2: And we've Braden kind of touched on the, the pandemic and obviously like live crowds is such a, a thing with wrestling. Uh, You need it's, it's, it's kind of like it's theater. It's sport. Like you need to feed off that energy. But um, I I think there was something when you started running those shows uh, with GCW, but there was still the world wasn't fully open. I know I had a lot more free time on my hands and obviously wasn't in the States, wasn't able to go to like Philadelphia or wherever to see these shows, but had the opportunity to see them. We felt with our podcast, uh, we felt growth during that pandemic period, as shitty as it was, but because people had more time to kind of consume. And I, I wonder, like you say, like it kind of came into fruition in the last couple of years, would you say like the rise of the, the internet and maybe people being more at home during that time has given you a more of a platform.
4: Yeah, I think so. I think people were, you know, at home watching TV because everything else was closed. There was nothing else to do. Uh, And again, if you were a go getter during that time, I mean, a lockdown is not going to stop a hustler from looking for things to do and how to make money. I actually uh, formed a small production group during that time. And uh, we do wrestling events here in Chicago. And that absolutely would not have happened if if the pandemic and the lockdown didn't exist. So, you know, I, I just formed a hobby right here in my living room, and now it's like a full fledged production. Uh, you know, scenario for a lot of these events that we're doing, and um, yeah, I think that uh, the internet and GCW on, on fight and like really the wave that they're on now is untouchable. Uh, and I'm I'm just so happy to be along for the ride, man. I mean, there's a ton of people knocking on GCW's door, and I mean, I'm just I'm I'm in the room already, and people are just clamoring to get in, but um yeah shout out to Brett Lauderdale he's he's really a guy that just keeps going and going and going he doesn't take no for an answer and uh you know without him at the forefront of all of this none of this is possible it's literally one guy setting up all these dates setting up all these venues you know setting up time cues for music it's all one guy it's pretty incredible when you really sit down and think about it
3: yeah I mean what they've been doing is is Awesome. And and all the, the difference in wrestling, it kind of reminds me of, I mean, WWE, all the AEW stuff. Yeah, they, they do that. Wrestling, pro wrestling should kind of be different types of things on one card. And I find that GCW, you know, you, you think a lot of people just instantly think of like the death match stuff or, or stuff. But they do a big like mixed bag of just a little bit of everything. And in that, like seems to be this crazy lucha division if I, I, I there's just all these guys and every time i watch a G- gcw show i'm i'm blown away with a lot of stuff on the show but at the end of the day i'm always thinking and always talking to my friends the, the water cooler is yeah but the, the lucha stuff in that in that matches and it's like you got a whole you guys got like a whole team a whole gang of dudes who are just putting <laughs> on crazy stuff and like yeah you're seeing it on on, you know, meme accounts and, and cool video tweet Twitters and Instagrams, like all the crazy spots you do. Like, it's it's incredible. I, what, what's what's going on with this whole team? Like, you guys just must have a blast.
4: Yeah, I mean, it helps that a lot of these guys are out of their mind, like me, in terms of ideas and creativity. So when, when you get a, a bunch of guys like that, especially six of the craziest people who are, you know, athletically gifted and creative, exactly what happened at Hammerstein, you know, you're you're going to get mad magic, whether you want it or not, um, you know, that table was set before Hammerstein and it was just a beautiful feast, you know, like we knew we had some incredible things that were going to happen. And mm-hmm. yeah, obviously with them, everybody being so good, there was no worry that, you know, what if we fail or what if it goes wrong? Because everybody is just top-notch. I mean, you're talking about Bandito, Laredo Kid, Fumita, Ares, ASF, I'm, who I'm so happy that I discovered eight to nine months ago on Laredo, Texas. I just happened to, you know, get booked for a seminar in a small town. And he was there, and I knew right away, like, there was something special about the kid, but I didn't know he was going to, you know, within a couple of months be at Hammerstein Ballroom. I mean, let alone myself, you know, I didn't, when it first got announced, never in a million years was a lot, we were going to have like a premiere spot on the show. I never thought. I I actually said to myself, I was like, wow, those GCW guys who have been there since day one are going to have a hell of a night. And then lo and behold, we get announced for an actual lucha match on the card. Could not believe my eyes, man. And then the mom starts turning and creativity starts flowing and uh, yeah i mean amberstein really was a dream come true um you know i was 14 15 watching ecw pay-per-views uh you know on tv and just you know all of my style comes from the SATs. so i was fortunate uh, enough to wrestle this weekend and to jerry and super crazy and mikey whipper you know watching them in those venues you know and um and I'm just standing in there with the best of the best in the world in terms of lucha libre, and I just couldn't believe it. Honestly, it was all a dream.
3: It's like it's like ECW because you're having those crazy six man's that always. We did a barely legal review a little while ago because it was the 25th a little just recently, and it was kind of like that Matt because I I thought you guys stole that show, and I thought oh, you guys, exactly. yeah, I thought you guys were like that barely legal man with that what the six man, uh, all the Japanese, I know, things. so was, yeah, tie well, and tie, yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: It's one of my favorite matches that I've ever witnessed as a as a as a young young man. It's definitely that barely legal match. That was what turned me on to Lucha Libre initially. I couldn't believe uh, Yakasiji, I think his name was the guy in the green suit, like the stuff. Right, that's right, yeah. (laughs) And like how how fluid Togo was making him look like I, I needed to know how to do that. And I think we did a couple of those moves in homage to Barely Legal, but we did them on like a bigger type of you know, like there was you know, it's called a Regulete, but you know, he stands on the shoulders on Flamita and then he does the movie like CG did at Barely legal. So we did it on a bigger, a bigger boom of a platform uh, in Hammerstein. So yeah, it was, it really was magical, man. I mean, all those guys are so talented. What yeah.
3: do you, what do you do to come up with some of these things? Cause I, we just saw you at the Demand Lucha show here last week. And like Dave said, you were doing some spots on the outside, but you're doing like crazy the top rope thing like what's the, what comes into mind here when you when you guys are cooking up something crazy
4: well you got to look at your rival first of all especially if you don't know him you got to see what his strengths are what his weaknesses are and then you just kind of you, you really spitball ideas it's like hey do you think you could do this and if they you kind of feel them out if they say no i'm not sure then that reaction will then either create new ideas or just kill all these other d- ideas that I had in my head initially so um you know Carter is a super talented individual and I knew right away that we were going to gel because we're two white guys with braids so that's obviously <laughs> going to be a well well-oiled machine from the start um yeah and he was game for everything man i mean i think in, in professional wrestling nowadays i i think you know the less you say no the more uh, awesome of a match or potential of a match that you can have so and he he was all about everything man like i don't know he's super talented and we just gelled right away
3: yeah i mean some of the stuff you guys do i mean you're you're the you're the base guy you're not the base god like Lil b you're the base god right is that because you're like the best right. base because asf flies off you sometimes
4: yeah yeah so, <laughs> so so the original idea of this name i get i get this question a lot so I'll try to make the long story short. It was me, <laughs> DJ Z, walking wild now in NXT. We're sitting on the couch. We're super Lucha fans. We're watching uh, CMLL, you know, some of the best bases in the world, right? Ultimo Guerrero, a guy named Euphoria, uh, just a bunch of guys that are just incredible, right? And uh, conversation goes uh, as follows. It's like, man, dude, these guys are literally the gods of base, bro. They never, ever drop anyone. They're, everybody's life is safe in their hands. And he looks at me, he's like, have you ever dropped anybody? And I was like, no, I don't honestly, I've never dropped anybody. And he goes, "Uh, you're a base guy. And I was like, what? He's (laughs) like, you're a base guy, dude. Start calling yourself that. I was like, holy shit, I'm a base guy, bro. Yes. Let's try to run with that. And then it's just been, you know, everything else is history. So, yeah, the idea being that, you know, I'm I'm a base that takes care of everybody's life in the ring. So and I I really do thrive off of uh, of doing that. So I guess that's how that's where the name came from.
2: So DJ Z, not only does he drive Santos Escobar, not only did he come up with the ROH logo, he came up with a base gun. Mm -hmm. Whoa, is
3: that true? Yeah. yeah, that that was (laughs) a story, wasn't it? Yeah, that's wild. Joaquin Wild.
2: Joaquin Wild. Yeah, we love talking about him. He he does does a lot of...
3: He's involved in a lot of kidnappings lately on NXT, and lately meaning like the <laughs> last three years, the last basically. three years, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's his gimmick is kidnapping or getting kidnapped. Uh, yeah, I mean, some of the stuff you've been you've been doing is pretty impressive. Where did like you you said you've been you've been doing this for a long time? And another, obviously, be, if you watch lucha and stuff like that, I was just watching, catching up with some Triple Mania. You you were on a, a Triple Mania a poster. So what was what was the deal with that? Did you you did some shows yeah. for them?
4: Yeah, so um, there's a lot of dates up, upcoming. But yeah, that, that initial poster that I uh, that I posted recently was really um, significant in my career because, you know, I lived in Mexico City for four and a half years, just looking for an opportunity, knocking on doors. I was young, I was skinnier, didn't really know the language as well as I do now. And none of the doors really opened except for uh, a small arena called Nocaupan, uh What is it? IWRG. And a great experience, right? But it was never like that level that i wanted to reach in lucha libre i knew that i was always trying to be authentic luchador and authentic you know fluidity in the ring so me being on a triple a poster in like a marquee match and like with a you know with your your face on the poster with your name and everything and you know not with a name change because cmll wanted to change my name to chicago fire like with it being like you know gringo loco with the with you know with when a, in, a, in an awesome match i mean i don't know if you saw the mouse but it's an amazing match and with the photo on it it was like god you, you finally got it you know it was like 20 years later but it finally happened like this is it like they're actually taking you into account they you know they're giving you dates because of your talent and it was just like a, a complete you know recognition for me that like man like all of this was worth something it, even if it was just that flyer like Okay. I, I did that. Like I could probably quit now and be happy, which I won't guys. Don't worry. But, um, it, it was just like really significant, but I, you know, I, don't, I post a you know, a couple things here and there, but I, I really felt the need to let people know, like, yo, this was really special for me. And I just wanted to share that with the world.
3: Oh, and, and, and sorry. So there's going to be more, you're going to be doing more dates with them because like, like I said, anytime I've watched you in these GCW stuff and a lot of the mixed, like multiple tag matches, you're crazy. But the guy I've been watching in AAA is Vikingo. So, you know, Gringo Loco in the same ring as Vikingo. I definitely getting some crazy eyes on that match because insanity.
4: Yeah, I'm go- I'm going after Vikingo's head, man. I think yeah. he thinks that he's a lot better than he is, and uh, I'm going to show him who's boss once I get down there. So he is definitely on my radar, and he has a target on his back, and I'm going after him. So if there's anybody that I would want to share the ring with in AAA, it, it is Vikingo. He's always avoided me, too. He's been booked a- And the night before, he gets hurt and does something dumb. So <laughs> I- at some point, he's not going to have anywhere else to hide, man. So, yeah, hopefully it will happen in AAA yeah. thing on TV. We'll have
3: to see. That's another battle of the braids. It is about the braids.
4: Yeah. Do you do 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 your own braids? I I I do not do my own braids. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds hard. It sounds really hard. I uh I I had I had braids in my at the very, very beginning of my career, and then I kind of let it go and then I shaved my head, then I did the graphics, but I I came back to the braids because I'm growing my hair out, and uh, you know, I didn't realize how much of a headache it, it is to keep this image up. When there's all of these graduations and proms in Chicago, man, I couldn't get my braids because everybody else was graduating high school and college, man. It was a real pain in the neck, but uh, I'll just know that for next year. Like, Hey, this month is going to be kind of tough for braids, but there's only like a couple of really good artists here in Chicago that I would even consider going to because the other ones, I mean, I don't know if you guys care about this, but they will, Will really pull the hair out of your scalp and it's really painful so Jeez. you got to pay them a little more money uh but and then you don't feel anything but it's, it's hard to get you know a couple of these appointments set up yeah. when there's so many proms and things going in but yeah no i'm you know i i really just do it to get the, the hair out of my face while i'm wrestling because it's so annoying but uh, yeah yeah it's I've definitely
2: it's definitely like unique to you though yeah uh, like 100%. kind of like the first time we've seen you and it's like oh it's you know, the, the guy with the braids, the, yeah. the white dude, yeah. with the, braids. the, the dude like with the shades. It's yeah. Like it's, it's, it's good. Cause there's so many people that look the same. And I, I will say right. it, it does make you stand out. I so mean, as they... frustrating <laughs> as it is, uh, you got to keep them until <laughs> yeah. that big money braids versus braids match like Jeff, down the line. Jeff, <laughs> oh God.
3: Yeah. I mean, Jeff Hardy says now he's like, yeah, I love face, face painting, but now I feel bad. Cause everyone wants me to wear the face paint. If i like, don't do it, like you know. That's gonna be that's gonna be you in those braids. But I lo- I love the look. Yeah. And then I mean, to even take your your look and more so your entrance to the next level. The, the, since since we've been watching the past few whiles, I mean, since the song came out. But coming out to way too sexy by Drake is the ultimate greatest song you could in been. Toronto. Yeah, as well. also, I mean, use it. <laughs> You do use it before, but coming out in Toronto. Yeah. I mean that that's definitely, it definitely worked for you, but you kind of in a, in a, in a nutshell here, like what's the, what's the story? Because you, you're originally from the States, but you said you've kind of traveled and lived through, through Mexico. And I mean, kind of grinding again, I think the years before the internet, the wrestlers had it way harder because no, you you know, everyone talked about TV deals and stuff, but but what was your kind of, in a nutshell, what was your, your process there, starting in, in I, I believe, the States and then through Mexico and now, you know, everywhere?
4: Yeah, so um, I started before – I started, like, training wrestling before I even was out of high school. Uh, we found a gymnastics gym, and we were just tumbling around and doing, like, stone-cold stunners and rock bottoms and stuff. And then an actual wrestler came in. He was working on his roles, and he saw us on our little corner that we had made, you know, makeshift ropes, and, like, it was, it was a whole thing. And uh, he kind of took us to his uh, gym. It happened to be a Lucha Libre gym with all these like old school posters and these amazing like pictures of, you know, perfectly executed dives like on the wall. As soon as you walk in, I'm like, yo, what is this place? This is dope. And that was actually the first time that I stepped into a wrestling ring was at a Lucha Libre gym. So that I think that's why I hold it so close to my heart because it, it's the original root of my career. And I've always wanted to be different and authentic. At the same time, while being in the states, so it's it's been a long, hard road. Like I've always wanted to stand out with the lucha um, style. If I was on an American show here, I wanted to be the luchador, probably the only one. This was before the Lucha Brothers. This is before all of them. Like I was, I was trying to pioneer my way through all the politics and through all the other stuff that goes on in, in American shows. And then slowly but surely, I, I was doing exactly what I'm doing now. I would meet guys in Mexico. They would have a chance to come to the states. I would pull them to. All- all the shows in Chicago or Chicago Chicagoan area to show like hey this is lucha libre and then we would try to you know branch out to other states as well but um yeah so go to that gym fast forward they say you know you look like this uh, this guy art bar gringo logo that's your name gringo logo at that time it was time page I just came up with a dumb name it was stupid sorry um and uh you said so art bar then then because I... because
3: because art bar they he used that name right wasn't it the tag he was Gringo yeah. Loco was the name before. Okay. I was making sure because I, with when any... I first, yeah, yeah, that's right. When I first saw your name, I was like, I swear there was someone who used it. Now I remember it. Yeah. Okay.
4: Yeah. So without me even knowing, they just mentioned it one time. They're like, oh, they look like, you look like this dude. So then I, you know, started developing my own style, blah, blah, blah. And then somebody gave me a VHS tape with an Art Bar match. Could not believe the similarities that uh, Art Bar and myself had in the ring. Like we were both fiery. We both had a lot of facial expressions just really amped up in front of a Mexican crowd. So I saw that video and instantly wanted to know, you know, where are the best luchadors in the world? Like, where is this place that they all come from? And everybody told me Mexico City. So right out of high school, I had a bunch of delivery gigs and I saved up all the money from that. I wasn't paying any rent. I was still living with mom. Saved all my money and like literally... Got on a plane and went to Mexico City uh, with a man uh, with somebody's number that was Tarzan boy. It was one of the biggest stars at that time in CMLL. and uh, yeah, he kind of took me under his wing, man, and I started like training Lucha Libre, the authentic, real stuff, and it's really hard and really tiring, and it was it was a blast. Like that chapter of my career is 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 really sacred to me because it was my first you know attempt at what this crazy world of Lucha Libre is. And uh, just slowly but surely, just kind of met and made connections throughout the years, and that's really like what it, what's led me. You know, everything has bled into the next chapter, but that was the the very initial beginnings of my career. That's that's how I got down there. I just kind of like went for it, and met at like eighteen.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean that's a yeah. You sometimes you got to It was the like bet on yourself kind of thing. Like, do you kind of did what a lot of people wish they they did? That is actually very inspiring. I mean, yeah. Why not go for it is kind of what I got from listening to you right there. Because if that's what you want to do, then that's what you got to do. You did what you had to do. And I mean, look, the hustle there is is definitely working, man. Like every time we watch you, we're like, you're 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 doing awesome things. And then what you what you 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 started yeah. doing like shows back in the States and, and stuff like that, is Chicago home base, or
4: yeah. So I would have to come back because my money would run out. And I, uh, you know, I just couldn't figure out I, I was so young I couldn't figure out how to make money in Mexico To make money. It was very little because it's pesos, but yeah, I would come back, uh, do like a couple dates here in the States. Uh, one promotion gave me a big uh, opportunity. It was called AAW here in Chicago, pretty renowned here. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. And then they gave me a platform to showcase Lucha Libre uh, against a guy, uh mini Charlie Manson, who I met in Mexico city. And we we kind of ran the circuit, like we had one match together, one-on-one, and then they were so impressed, they gave us the dates for the rest of the year, which for me at that point was like, this is amazing, man. Like I just did something really good, you know? So, and then, you know, that would happen. We would finish out the year and then I would come back to Mexico with a little bit more money and then try again and then like a different part of Mexico. And it just kept on going from there. Like I've always been chipping away at this Lucha Libre world. Uh, for years. And I, I, just feel like everything's just coming together. Finally that like, man, this guy has been around a long time. He's very fluid in the ring. It's really been, you know, my, uh, my goal since the very beginning, uh, that, that people would recognize all this at the end. So you,
2: you, you keep on mentioning like goals and next chapters and, and you said like doing triple mania working for triple A mm-hmm. is kind of like if, if you were told like today that it was ended, you'd kind of be happy cause you you've hit that thing. But what is, what is the next goal? Gringo Loco.
4: Yeah, I i want to make a pretty big impact in AAA and like maybe potentially leave a legacy of my own down there. I think there's a lot of things lined up that I, I can't speak about that will be happening soon. And um yeah, I just want to be renowned as a authentic American luchador. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's not many of us out here. Like Quackenbush was one. uh Various others like Cesaro is a really good base for for lucha guys. But there's not really, you know a ton of American luchadores that really know the style and, and how to work and to make it look correctly. You know, I put in my time, I put in my hours, put in my years really. And, uh, I just want to be renowned as, like the authentic American luchador really. I mean, that's, that's really all I'm out here
0: to do. <laughs>
1: You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt, especially the hot caffeinated kind.
0: 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire 7 days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one twenty three. Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.
3: Hey, and you're already on your way, man. Like again, like we've been watching you. You're like, "Oh man, this guy this guy when we first see we, we we go he's got braids he's got the glasses it's like kenny powers coming out but like, now you wrestling like no you've been like someone we've been watching and just been like yeah i would say i would say just to someone watching you you're, you're you're on that path man and that's that's crazy what about people that have like inspired you like you kind of been been naming some people but who when you like were watching maybe not the six guys in that barely legal match we'll we'll count those as well but kind of growing up or still to this day, anyone that inspires you to can keep doing what you're doing?
4: Yeah. I mean, I think that's why this past weekend with GCW in New York was, was so significant in my career because um, really the guys that formed my style were the SATs with amazing red. I mean, I have a VCR in my um, living room right now and the tape inside is a highlight reel of, of those three guys. Uh, I just never took it out of the VCR because I used to watch it all the time and rewind it and and try to figure out like how they made it look like that, how the hell they could remember, you know, everything because, you know, at that time I was 15 and I wrestled him this weekend in New York. Like it was it was pretty emotional. Like I had to like after. Yeah, it really is like it's crazy, you know, looking at them, you know, across the ring from me with a hot like New York crowd and knowing really knowing that we're about to kill it because i just know how good they are and i know how good my guys are asf and drago kid as partners are just out of their minds and they're going to do a great job because they're so hungry to be successful so really like i looked up to them and then you know obviously eddie guerrero Rey mysterio dame Malenko when they were in wcw like that whole style and then the ecw at late nights was super crazy to cheery you know really the, those were the guys i was i was super looking uh up to i mean you gotta throw in kid cash uh, easy money you know a lot of those guys that were mid card for ecw man i just blew my mind bro and um like i said to to be able to perform at hammerstein going back to that man it was just it was surreal man a lot of the stuff that's happening right now to me is surreal like you know all this toronto stuff and getting a belt and like it's just (laughs) i don't know i just got to keep going man like in the words of brett lauderdale just keep fucking going man
2: (laughs) and and like wrestling aside so we we love wrestling we talk mainly about wrestling but we we love our movies and we cover a lot of movies and tv shows and that kind of thing as well and i was just wondering are there any kind of like actors or or movie characters or anything that has inspired you as a performer over the years or not maybe
4: so not yeah not necessarily as a performer i think i've always been so laser focused on just being the best that i can be in the ring but like I'm a i def- I'm definitely a movie, a movie buff. Like I'm, I'm a big fan of like, uh, back to the future stuff. You know, uh, when I was growing up, I would just watch it over and over and over again. I mean, it, uh, I just liked how all three movies kind of blended perfectly together. You know what I'm saying? Um, I mean there's there's a ton of stuff, you know, like the RoboCops and stuff, Jurassic Park and all that. But uh, you know, I know that's super random, man, but there's so much good TV now. I don't know if you guys want to jump into that, but like I think the the TV of of today's generation is the best TV that humanity has ever created. I don't know if you guys feel the same I, right?
3: know, I uh, But it's the same agree. thing like streaming things, right? It changes it. It changes yeah. the way you can watch things. I mean, if you're like if you're watching Stranger Things, you can binge it all in one straight day. Yeah. Or if it's like your Obi-Wan, you wait every okay. once a week and stuff like that. Which is more like wrestling, you know? Make them wait a little bit. If you just draw, here's here's six weeks of taped shows. It wouldn't necessarily work like that if we're yeah. wrestling. But but you've been watching a lot of stuff too, or on the road, I guess, right?
4: Yeah, yeah, man. So like, I I don't, yeah. Oh god, these airplanes. If I'm not sleeping and not zonked out, which usually is the case, yeah, I'm, I'm sitting there watching some uh, some iPad, but. um, yeah, like you said, I, I'm one of these people, I don't know about you guys, I gladly pay that Netflix subscription fee that they charge us because there's so many amazing shows that they offer. You know, we got super into Money Heist when the pandemic was at its its height. I don't know if you guys know about that. Yeah. Oh, Ozark, yeah. fantastic television, man. Oh, it yeah. doesn't get any better than that. Breaking, you know, Breaking Bad, I, I watched the series twice and can't get enough yeah. of it. You know, that's this the, stuff is really, really well produced, you know. It's really well produced, well written. Like it's like, man, we didn't have TV back then. It was like Frasier and Seinfeld and (laughs) Beavis and Butthead, bro. You know,
2: (laughs) which are all great shows as well. Yeah, yeah. But now it's so much (laughs) easier. It's yeah. I'm just saying. I'm subscribed to everything, and like I, I would take all these services over cable or whatever, just because there's such an abundance of. Great stuff out there uh,
3: I have another serious question you mentioned chicago it, it it's it, I have to uh Pequads, is it the best pizza
4: okay in- it's definitely not the best okay, you should, okay. Definitely check okay. It. you should definitely check it out like it's fine it's it's sixth on the list whatever six but if you're gonna go <laughs> if you're gonna get good are yeah, you going deep dish right let's let's clear that up before Chicago I go. Okay. deep dish
3: pizza where do you go in Chicago okay
4: Listen, I'm born and raised from here. You have to take it from me. It's Lou Malnati's. We've been. Victoria, we've been. And you have to get. Okay, you have been. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you know. <laughs> yeah, so they. if you get the sausage, you know it's, an, it's a complete circle of sausage on top. I'm just making sure you guys got the sausage, man.
3: Yeah, we did i believe we got we did a, 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 a when it was all in we, we had
4: the dish like
3: every look every day. yeah <laughs> like every every chicago wrestler every chicago wrestler or like personality any of our friends there they're like well you got everyone saying they're different ones right so it, it was kind of like one right. person's pulling you this way
2: and we we tried lumenati's yeah. there was what? what's the one that's apparently the like original yeah one? there's Giordano's. The it was good Giordano's, it yeah, was it, too
4: yeah
3: it was tough to pick all of them, but a lot of we noticed that a lot of people started leaning towards pequods.
2: Pequods, I like. They're like caramelized crust. That, that's what kind
4: of did right, it. right? It's
3: good. Yeah, I mean Chicago, yeah. Chicago deep they, is, It's good.
4: They have a they have a, a different type of sauce that I'm not a big fan of, but I mean, to each his own, man. I mean, pequods is not bad. I just think if you're going to talk about Premier deep dish, you're talking about Lou Malnati's, bro. There's something in their little tomato sauce that they <laughs> put in there. I don't know what they're doing, but it's amazing.
2: <laughs> and, and I'm sure you've worked in Detroit. Like, what's, what's like, is there, is there beef between like Detroit deep dish and Chicago deep dish? Like, what's the difference? We're, we're, going, there and, a, we're yeah. going there for blunt guts in a couple of weeks. And we're next week, I think. Yeah.
3: yeah. We, two weeks. Yeah. What's the, what's the difference? Like the sauce is on top or something? It's something weird. Those Detroit people. <laughs>
4: so this is all news to me i didn't even know detroit was known for deep dish so i'm gonna have to okay this yes. yeah we are there
3: okay there. Uh, See the shade uh, yeah.
2: that the shade that was yeah we didn't sh- even know you're shading detroit yeah.
3: pizza look detroit <laughs> deep dish is a thing because i've had it there before but it? then it wasn't until we talked to someone who was from there it was like oh it's because the sauce it's put there's a different way they like layer it layer it or something either way chicago deep dish detroit deep dish it's basically a pizza cake it's not actually like a new york slice of pizza right so like it's i mean we're from
2: toronto we're we're not known for our pizza no no
3: but uh you know we're known for putting pineapple on pizza here in canada Mm. what do you feel about that good sir oh
4: boy (laughs) listen i'm gonna go the complete opposite i'm gonna go the complete opposite way a lot of people hate it i don't mind it i don't it's fine like whatever what if you (laughs) like pineapple on your pizza like if if you're having if you you're having a party, you invite me over and you get pineapple on your pizza, I'm not gonna look at you and be like, Man, I'm offended. It's fine, dude. Pineapple's fine. The way to
2: make it work is jalapenos. <laughs> yeah, or hot pepper. Any, the Once spice hot peppers and the sea, on it, yeah. it's just amazing. That's all about it. <laughs> um, but like talking about like different cities here, what what are like you I imagine Mexico City is up there, but what are some of the your favorite like cities to perform for maybe venues or crowds or uh or just like Doing the show and then seeing the city, like where, where do you enjoy performing?
4: So, I think recently, with with as many like tours that we've been doing for uh for GCW, LA has definitely stood out a lot. Um, you know, we go to good areas to eat after the shows or before the shows if we have like an extra day, like we've gone to uh Malibu and we've hiked the mountains up there, and it's just so beautiful. And it's really like you know, I'm from Chicago where it's gray and rainy like six months out of the year, so. When I'm in that California air with that California sun, man, it really does something to me because I don't have it half the year, you know. So I like the Beverly Hills area, obviously. Um, But California in general is like calling out to me, especially like a couple of those trips where I came back. And every single time at O'Hare, it was rainy and sleety and gray when I was picked up at the airport. I was like, man, I can't do this anymore, bro. This is getting ridiculous. Um, So L.A. is definitely up there. Um, I like New York. Now, obviously not to live in because it's just such a zoo. But um, wherever the rowdiest crowds are, I mean, like, you, you know, surprisingly, one of the hottest crowds we've ever worked was in Houston the first time we went for GCW against Loco Wrestling. And my God, they were rowdy, man. Like, wherever the crowd is the loudest is where I'm the happiest. That's what I'll say. <laughs>
3: Yeah. And that's fair. I mean, it's, it's, it's so fun, especially when you watch on all these shows, GCW has been doing like all these rounds everywhere and it's been, it's been cool to kind of, again, I think after the pandemic, everyone's just excited to see this, this stuff again, but they've been rolling with the different crowds and stuff like that. Are you going to be in Detroit for GCW as well?
4: I am. Yeah. I'm okay. going to be, I'm, I'm there for that. And then I got Blake Christian the next day in St. Louis. That's going to oh, be a shit. fun one. Oh, That will be great. Yeah. So that, yeah. Yeah, the day after that, it's uh, A TV down at Matsutano, July second. Then you got Fourth of July. It's just—it's never ending, man. It's—it's it's crazy, my life right now. I really gotta yeah. take a chill pill and figure it out.
2: Yeah, we—we we were looking at your cage match just before you recording. wrestle like almost
3: every day. It's like every day, somewhere else. <laughs> almost every day, man. You've been wrestling. You've been grinding. You've been and and yeah, you're coming to Toronto uh, this Thursday at uh, Demand Lucha in parkdale and i mean last time we got to see you 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 put on a quite a show you wrestled twice in one night and you both matches were pretty fun and this yeah. this time you got a triple threat match here in toronto and it's against speedball and ninja mac that sounds crazy yeah
4: no i mean speedball just won the x division championship yes. i have been eye on him since i met him uh what an incredibly gifted athlete uh just so crisp, so precise with his kicks. Everything looks great when he does it. He knows where to put things. You can't ask for anything else from a professional wrestler. The guy is incredible. And if you're going to talk about incredible, I know Ninja Mac very well. The guy is a machine. Actually, we found his circuits behind his neck. He's not a human. And, um, Yeah. I mean, incredibly gifted as well. And I mean, they're just going to probably be bouncing and flipping off of me, which I'm not going to mind, but you know, I have a belt to defend and I'm going to do it with honor. So I think going to see the Victor come out as bring a logo, but you never know, man, anything can happen in the a wrestling, a wrestling ring wrestling show. So both of them are incredible. I cannot wait till this Thursday. Um, and the man Lucha, I mean, the first experience was incredible and you know, they, they gave me a couple of dates. I'm so happy to be back. Like, that opera theater or opera house, whatever it was called, incredible, oh, venue. beautiful. Yeah, venue, that was yeah. a cool
3: venue. Yeah, the next one they're doing is uh, I don't know if I great hole. Uh, I don't know where it's at here. It it's Lucha. Parkdale. Yeah, somewhere in Parkdale. But yeah, Toronto, Toronto fans, if you're listening, definitely check out this Thursday, June 23rd. Demand Lucha, Lucha Block Party to Go check it out because last time it was. It was like a lucha party. Like there was like wrestling matches, but everyone was just having a good time and having a good vibe. It was awesome.
2: We we took a, a friend of ours. We um, took a bunch of friends who've never who been to wrestling. Has never Two seen girls. a wrestling show before yeah. and they're like into it <laughs> They loved it. Um uh, my colleague keeps on going, "Yo, Davey, when's the when's next, the next lucha? wrestling show? Exactly. Like is there wrestling tonight?" Yeah. Um so <laughs> definitely made fans, like new fans. 100%. And it's like that's always awesome because we love we love spreading the word of wrestling. Like we've We've got a joke uh, here, which is Gargano and Almas and chill, which is when you have a non-wrestling friend over and you just throw on S- slide some, slide in the night, yeah, you might and like Almas wrestling and set the mood, yeah. and uh, <laughs> yeah, like we we definitely love spreading the good. We work.
3: inspired some new fans, definitely from from that show, and I, I would recommend people going and checking out. I know Demand Lucha also announced. Another show, I think. I think sometime in August with some other GCW stars as well. So there you go. A lot of like the independent wrestling making its way back to Toronto, and it's awesome to see. Uh, and I, I know you're gonna, you're gonna definitely be eating some of those uh, speedball feet uh, come Thursday. I know he's never doesn't wear his boots, right? So you better watch out for those toes. <laughs> <laughs> no, if
4: I can avoid those toes, I would. I would prefer to, but I don't know, man. It's pretty. I gotta my eyes open and make sure they don't come towards my teeth but uh no i'm super excited you know bailey mac gringo sounds like an incredible experience and i can't wait
2: yeah yeah like both both guys i mean obviously spiebel's someone who's kind of been like locked here in canada yeah, for, for the while. last few years he's been the only indie star finally while, yeah. like let loose it's it's beautiful to see yeah a ninja mac definitely in the in the last year especially really making a name for himself like i'm i'm pumped for that match.
3: yeah i think drago drago kids on the card too too actually i'm super pumped to see him too so yeah this is gonna be a lucha party anyone in toronto area go get some tickets and we'll see you there and if not i do believe demand lucha like puts it online or something, something along those lines. I'm not too sure, but go check it out. And uh, I can't wait. And, and dude, thank you for letting us talk to you here tonight. And we can't wait yeah. to see you this Thursday. Uh, let, let the world know where they can find you plug away. I know you got a million things to plug, but feel free to to let them know where they can find you.
4: Oh yeah. So the Twitter handle is a uh, gringo local OG. Cause I'm an original gangster. And then the, uh, the uh, Instagram is I am base guy with underscores under, underneath the, uh, the words. So I underscore am underscore base guy, B A S E G O D. And that's pretty much all I got, man. If you guys want merch, you got to uh, DM me there and I send them out every Tuesday and Thursday. You so. got to get the
3: merch, guys. He's you got guys, the gringo logo, yes. the dolls,
4: the the little mini wrestle buddy there.
3: Yeah. Uh, well, it was a yeah, little, an... little plushy. <laughs> Yeah. They're all great move, by the way, everyone needs to be on that game. I don't know if if you're a wrestler and you're not doing that, like you're behind, I think like, in the today's age <laughs> like yeah, wrestlers are on point these days with these merch and you sir are on point uh thank you for joining us and letting us chat with you and again we can't wait to to see you kick some ass here on thursday in toronto and everywhere on fight tv and gcw and all that stuff and dude i wish you the best man uh, as someone who does check out uh a once in a while i mean, a lot of the times when they release stuff i'm super hyped that you're actually going to be a- on some of these shows and the poster is a big deal man and that's fucking hype. So keep doing what you're doing and keep on grinding. We, uh, we're behind you. We're in your corner, man.
4: I really appreciate that, man. The pleasure really is all mine. If I have the time, I will gladly do your show whenever you have me on again. So thanks again doors awesome. open. well hey
3: in, in in a year time you can talk about all the fun stuff you have coming up because we can't wait you can't even tell us some of this stuff so we're excited to watch it when it comes and out
2: love, we have a show called best match ever where we we pick a subject and we dissect the best matches ever in that we'd love to talk about some lucha with you yeah we would love to learn we'd about love love some lucha i bet you know some, some more
3: some lucha history definitely for sure but uh we hope yeah, that to...
4: that sounds like fun man
3: hey absolutely. absolutely all right perfect perfect well it was it was a pleasure man and uh we'll we'll chat with you soon we'll say hi on thursday for sure uh,
2: once again get those thanks, tickets for this thursday we'll all be there uh june 23rd 7 p.m at the parkdale hall lucha block party com. get your tickets there yeah uh, we'll be
3: fun shout out jordan at demand lucha at demand lucha on twitter that's it that's all Postwrestling.com for all the podcasts patreon.com slash up next for all the other shows that we do there we appreciate you guys listening at up next podcast on twitter and uh that's it that's all goodbye take care
1: ahoy